1: Hello, Frisco friends. This is Rick Rogers, owner of the Frisco Enterprise and Star Local Media. And you're listening to Focus on Frisco, a a podcast. See, I messed up in the first deal. I told you. Yeah, I never mess up. That's okay. A podcast dedicated to all things Frisco, Texas. And I am rolling solo today because my co-host, Audrey Henvey, is out on assignment, which is fancy journalism talk for she is taking the day off. So uh, she uh, is going to be back with us next week, but you're stuck with me. But the good news is, is I'm not going to be talking alone because I have a special guest who has a very special mission. And her name is Elizabeth Watkins. She is the president and founder of Refresh Frisco. Elizabeth, thank you for being here.
2: Good morning. Thank you so much for having me, Rick.
1: So I have to, uh, full disclosure. So, Elizabeth, you know, before we started, she's like, now, if we mess up, You know, can we pause or hit a pause button and, you know, can we edit this? I said, no, we never mess up. You know, we're just going to have a conversation. Then what do I do? In the first 10 seconds, I messed up. So, um, hey, I might have jinxed myself, Elizabeth, I think, didn't I? That's okay. That's okay. So we are going to talk about Refresh Frisco and its mission, which is to make sure that children in the Frisco and Little Elm area have the proper hygiene products you know, to, to, you know, make sure that they feel comfortable when they go to school, comfortable in the community. And last week we had the Frisco Family Services come on to talk about their mission. And one of the things that we love to do on Focus on Frisco is really highlight some of the great nonprofit uh, organizations that are having an impact on the community. So I think, Elizabeth, the first question, and it's an easy one, is just what is Refresh Frisco?
2: Well, thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity to share about our nonprofit. And um, Refresh Frisco was founded in 2019. Uh, We're a local nonprofit. And like you said, our mission is to ensure that every child in our community has access to personal hygiene items. Uh, We started small um, in Frisco ISD, and we did our very first distribution to the students in November of 2019. And at that time, we had about 200 students enrolled in our program. So um, how it works is we do customized hygiene packs for children. And what that means is our packs are customized by the child's age and their gender preference and their ethnicity. So for instance, um, an elementary school boy would get a completely different pack than say a high school girl. Um, Our packs include full-size products. They're distributed four times a year and um, the products include things like shampoo and conditioner, soap, toothpaste, toothbrush, lotion, hairbrush, chapstick. Um, We also do seasonal items like sunscreen and hand sanitizer. And our um, teen female students, fifth grade and up, also get a three-month supply of feminine hygiene products.
1: Now, do you work directly with the school districts to distribute these products?
2: Exactly. So we work directly with the school districts to connect with the students in need of our program. And once families enroll, we distribute the products. Either we have a drive-through distribution where the families come and they pick up their products from us at that time. And those products not picked up at the drive-through, we deliver to the school. And the school counselors and nurses help them uh, help us discreetly distribute the bags full of hygiene products to the students.
1: Now you mentioned when you started, you helped about two hundred students. Right. That number is a lot bigger today isn't it how many students are you helping with as you go into the 22 and 23 school year
2: so pretty soon after we started um, we did the november distribution then we did february 2020 and then COVID hit and so everything changed for us and our numbers skyrocketed really rapidly so currently today going into the new school year we have over 1400 students enrolled in our program so we provide these packs with full-size hygiene products to 1400 kids each quarter. And we expect that number to go up quite a bit this year because of the economic situation, inflation with things just costing more. Families are, are struggling. So we're prepared to help more students.
1: Elizabeth, how did you get involved with this? I mean, what uh, drew you to the mission?
2: When we moved here, our family moved to Frisco in 2007. And at that time, my sons were five and two and I decided to stay home. Um, but I spent a lot of time volunteering in the community I did a lot of PTA work. I was the president of three different PTAs and on the PTA council. And I spent five years volunteering actually at Frisco Family Services, who I know you said was your guest last week, in the food pantry. And once a week I would work in their food pantry. And I had always had a goal to start a nonprofit, but I wasn't exactly sure what that nonprofit would be. Uh, My background's in business and I have an MBA. Um, I went back to school to earn my nonprofit certification um, through Collin College And part of that certification was, okay, you have this idea to start a nonprofit, you need to, by the end of this, you're going to tell us what that nonprofit is. So I knew I wanted to do something with children. And really what touches my heart is kids feeling good about themselves, feeling confident. I knew there's some great nonprofits in our community that are already handling the food aspect. Um, There's Frisco Family. There's also Love Packs, Frisco and Fast Packs. Um, They're wonderful nonprofits that we work with and they handle food, but there wasn't really anyone out there providing hygiene products to kids. I started thinking about what if a family can't afford soap? What if they can't afford shampoo? What if they can't afford feminine products? That, um, That has to be really tough. And so I started researching that area. And I approached Frisco ISD and I said, I have an idea. I'm starting a nonprofit and this is what I'd like to do. What do you think? And they were really um, excited about it and agreeable. And they thought there's no one providing that service. And we'd love, um, we'd love to partner with you on that. So that's how Refresh was born.
1: You know, I think it's sometimes easy for folks who live in the Frisco area to maybe not see the need that may be out there. But there is a need. There are people who are struggling financially for various reasons. And, you know, how do you get the word out? How do you get your message out besides coming on the great Frisco podcast? uh, How do you get the word out about what you're trying to do?
2: You know, that is, it's a really, Frisco is an affluent community, but there are 13% of the kids in Frisco ISD that are economically disadvantaged on our free and reduced price lunch program. And that equates to over 8,500 kids in Frisco that are in need of services. And so we work directly with the schools. Um, They give us the opportunity to connect with students in need and share information about our services. I think for us, the reason that we've grown so fast um, in such a short amount of time is families talk to other families, and they are telling their friends about our program. We're getting this great hygiene pack filled with full-size products every month. The average cost of our packs is $35. Our packs for our teen girls with the three months of feminine hygiene products is over $50 for a pack. So families are sharing that information um, and the words getting around and our enrollment numbers are, are really jumping.
1: So let's say someone is listening to this podcast and they want to learn more about your mission, learn how they can help. I mean, obviously they can go to refreshfrisco.org and there is a how to help section. And on that section, there's you know information about donations How to host a product drive. Now, I would love to know more about what a product drive is.
2: So we rely heavily on our community to help us fill these hygiene packs. That's where the money and the donations come from to help our our local kids. And so hosting a product drive is a fun way to get involved. We have football teams. We have volleyball teams. We have Boy Scouts. We have church groups. We have businesses that want to get involved. And so they collect hygiene products for us. And we give them a list of the items that we include in our packs and um, they collect hygiene products. And then we sometimes they put the kits together for us. They prepare the the packs for us. Um, They can either do that at their own location or we're about to move into a warehouse space. Um, And so then starting in September, they can come into our warehouse space. We've been working for the past three years out of four small storage units.
1: I was going to ask if maybe it was out of your garage. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: inside public storage. And so we have had lots of volunteer groups and we love having volunteer groups help us stock the shelves, help us pack the packs. Um, but now we're going to have a bigger space to do that. And we're really, That's really fantastic. excited about the warehouse space that we found. So, um, but yeah, we, we rely on our community. So- like you said, when you go on our website, not only is the information there on how to donate and get involved, how to volunteer, um, but if you need services, you can also go to our website. There's an apply now button and families can enroll for our program on our website as well.
1: So talk a little bit about you know, community partnerships as well. So you did mention some of the teams that are involved. Uh, are there any community partners that have have played a big role in the launch of Refresh Frisco that you want to possibly talk about? Or if, they, if someone wants to be a community partner, what would that involve?
2: Well, we just launched our sponsorship levels this year. I think the first two years, we've had our heads down working so hard to keep up with demand that we haven't done the promotion that we need to do to keep the nonprofit going. Um, Our board consists of seven, seven women. Um, We're all volunteers. No one gets paid. Um, So a lot of the ladies are ladies that I worked with in previous life in PTA and things like that, um, that I know and trust. We, um, we had a wonderful donation that's about to come in. And this is the first time that we've discussed this donation. We received a grant from HEB And we're about to receive seventeen thousand dollars in hygiene products from HEB, and so we are very excited about that. That's going to be coming in as soon as we move in our warehouse. They're going to deliver to us. Um, I'm a part of the Frisco Chamber of Commerce. I cannot say enough about the businesses and the the people that are in the Frisco Chamber with me. They've done a tremendous job supporting us. Um, Their organizations have hosted hygiene product drives. They've done donations. We have a wonderful community, and I'm just so grateful for that. I've made so many connections and so many friends through the Frisco Chamber of Commerce.
1: Well, that's how we kind of connected was at exactly. the uh, Chamber Works event every Thursday morning at Strikes at 730. And I saw you stand up many a time to talk about the mission of Refresh Frisco. And, and that's when I said, hey, Elizabeth, we need to get you on the podcast. We need to help help spread your message. So it does absolutely work.
2: We've, no doubt about we've it. also received a wonderful grant from um, CoServe this year as well. We, we won a grant from them. And um, the CoServe employees have come out to our distributions and helped us hand out hygiene packs to families. And that's our favorite time. We love the drive through distributions because we get to interact with our families. We get to see them. We get to hear about their needs. We get to provide them with the products. So um, businesses are also welcome to come out or individuals and volunteer during the distributions. We do those four times a year. We do August, November, February, and May every three months.
1: So I want to read something, and I think this really speaks to the impact that Refresh Frisco is having. And this is a testimonial. Um, The student was overjoyed and relieved when they were provided supplies from Refresh Frisco. The student was hesitant to ask for assistance, but Refresh Frisco provided quick support, and it brought tears to the student's eyes. The student is more at ease knowing supplies will be provided every couple of months. Our school is so thankful for Refresh Frisco and the support they are able to provide. Now, I see you're you. not
2: allowed to make me cry on the podcast. <laughs> I, I, I know. I, I <laughs> see a
1: little bit, but I, I mean, that's tough to read. And, it is. But I think that speaks to the impact that the organization is having. And I think it also is important for people to know that. When they do donate, when they do drop off supplies and, and hygiene products, that it is going to somebody who has a need.
2: Absolutely. And good hygiene is, is more than keeping germs and illness and infection f- from spreading. It's about confidence. These kids, especially in the middle and high school years, um, if you're not clean, if you don't smell fresh, if your hair doesn't you know look the way it should... It's tough and, and mm-hmm. kids will bully you and you can be excluded for that. And so to us it's it's about it's about keeping the illness at bay, but it's also about the kids' confidence. And and that's the feedback we've received from the parents. You know, my kids are so excited when they open these packs, they feel better about themselves when they have these essential products.
1: Are you looking to expand beyond Frisco at some point?
2: So we started Refreshed Little Elm in 2021. Um, so last school year we started Refresh Little Elm. Um, I think right now we probably will stay just in Little Elm and Frisco because of funding. We don't have the funding to do more. Um, trying to provide these packs for 1,400 kids, it costs us $50,000 each distribution. And so we don't want to maybe bite off more than we can chew, but that's absolutely an idea that we have for the future we want to expand to all the neighboring communities. And we've been approached by some neighboring school districts about bringing our program there. We just don't have the resources to do that yet.
1: So just so I understand and our listeners understand refresh Frisco is not a chain nonprofit kind of chain organization, right. correct? Right. I mean, this is, this is you just
2: a grassroots nonprofit an idea that I had. And I, I just can't believe three years later, what it's become, you know, with 1400 kids, it, it's, it's astounding to me.
1: Do you have a team that of, that helps you?
2: We have our, our seven board members. We have some, um, community advisors as well that are on our team and, um, yeah, we're just completely donations. That's, that's how we survive. And like I said earlier, none of our board is paid. We just volunteer our time to do this. And, um, we're so grateful for what it's become in such a short time. I'm, I'm amazed. Really. I'm amazed
1: is there any consideration or thought to if someone were wanting to do what you're doing in McKinney and they wanted to, to, to let's say, do that on their own and take kind of your model and implement it there? Is that something of that may be of interest to your board or, or your team? Or?
2: Yeah, absolutely. We'd be definitely willing to talk to other communities about bringing the program there. We want to help as many kids as we can. I want to refresh DFW. I want to refresh North Texas. We want to do it all. It's just a matter of finding the funds to do that.
1: So it seems like the, the support comes from, obviously, corporate partners. But how many of the donations that you receive come from average, you know, just the citizenship at large? Um, is, is that Does that still equate to a large number of, of donations that you do?
2: I'd say most of the donations come from our community really? and community groups.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, for instance, we got an email uh, yesterday, Wakeland Football. They said, we're going to do a donation drive for you and our back-to-school kickoff. Those type of of donation drives, they're so important to us. Um, They're such a big deal to helping us fill these packs. We do our distribution, and our shelves are empty. I mean, they really are empty. And so once our bags go out at the end of August, we're going to have to rebuild our stock to help the kids again in November. And, um, yeah, we just rely on the community to do that. We've had Reedy Volleyball. We've had um, Preston Trail. Uh, Sponsors our organization, Preston Trail Church, and they give us uh, money each year to help build the hygiene packs. When we don't receive donations, when we receive funds, we use those funds to buy items in bulk. So we purchase, and we've been having to do that a lot lately. We've been having to purchase the items because the donations have been down. Um, So what we do is we buy things from Dollar Tree and Dollar Days and Amazon and Walmart. But right now, with the supply chain issues going on, there's limits to the quantities we can buy. So it's very tricky for us to order fifteen hundred of one item. So it, it, there's a person whose full time position on our board is to make sure we have the inventory we need, and we buy in advance so that we don't run out.
1: Hmm. You know, I didn't really think about the fact that some of these supply chain issues may be affecting you know uh, organizations like yours, who's you know trying to provide a service and provide you know needed needed IG, uh, um personal hygiene products to, to folks is the start of the school year, you know, as we, you know, we're getting close to school starting. I can't believe that we're two weeks away from school starting. Um, is this a busier time for you as school starts or are you busy basically throughout the whole school year? Is there never kind of an ebb and flow or is it, are you in crunch time right now?
2: It's a busy time because every summer our families need to re-enroll for our program. Okay. So we're spending our time right now making sure that we reconnect with the families that need us. Um, our organization, our board members are going out to different community fairs and events in the school district to connect with families, to share about our program, to help them re-enroll for the new school year. So this time is busy. Um, like I said, we have the warehouse move coming up, so that's exciting and a big deal for us. So we'll be relocating Um, but it's pretty busy year round. Because like I said, once one distribution is done, we're immediately turning our attention to the next and making sure we have what we need. I'm telling you, I lose sleep at night making sure that we have enough products for these kids because we do not have a lot of money. We do not have excess. We have just enough. And it's been like that the entire time. I'm grateful for always having just enough, but it it never lets you rest easy when you don't have extra.
1: Well, let's work to get some extra. So again, to learn about the Refresh Frisco mission... Go to RefreshFrisco.org, and there you will see several different ways that you can help. Um, You'll see the how to help section. You'll see the sponsorship section. You'll see if you need to apply uh, for services, you can apply on the website as well. Um, Anything else on the site that you want to make sure and point out?
2: Um, There's lots of different pictures and examples of what we do. The hygiene products we collect, we do have some guidelines that we present and those are on the website as well. Okay. We try not to uh, collect products with nuts because of nut allergies. Makes sense. So that's on the website. We, we have certain size products that we ask for because we want the item to last the child for three months. So we ask for the larger size products and we give some guidelines on sizes and things like that on the website as well.
1: And you have a big, big event coming up in January of 2023. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? It has a a pretty cool name, by the way.
2: We are super excited about our first gala. And um, thanks goes to Jason Young and Verona Villa. We did win use of his um, beautiful event space uh, for this gala. And so Saturday, January 21st, we're going to be having our first gala fundraising event called Spurs and Sparkles. Um, and it's going to be a texas theme event. We're working on the details right now. Uh, we just were awarded the use of, of Verona Villa last month, but we're really excited about that event. We think it's going to be a fun a fun gathering for our community.
1: So uh, I actually own a pair of cowboy boots, but I don't have spurs. Are that is that a requirement <laughs> to have spurs on spurs those? Spurs are
2: not required. Okay, good,
1: good. Well, then I can definitely be there then. <laughs> All right. So we are, uh, we got about 10 minutes or so left. So What we like to do at the end of the podcast is just learn a little bit about our guest. So we learned about your mission, about your passion, how people can help with Refresh Frisco. But we want to learn a little bit about about you, Elizabeth, and I promise this will be painless. (laughs) So we do a little 10 questions with. Um, So you talked about you moved here in 2027.
2: 2007.
1: I'm sorry, 2007. 2007. Yes, Yes, you moved here in 2007. Where did you move from? Where are you from? Where's hometown?
2: We moved from Washington State. And we moved here for my husband's job. And at that time, when we moved here, I have two sons. They were five and two. Okay. Yes. Now my youngest just graduated Reedy High School, class of 2022. So I'm officially going to be an empty nester in a few weeks.
1: Wow. Well, yes. So, you know, my wife and I, were actually, uh, this will be the second year of being empty nesters. So both our kids will be in college. One's a senior and one's a sophomore. So it's great. Don't worry. It's a, It's an adjustment for sure, but it's great. While you're packing up all the great donations that you receive and you have your headphones in, uh, what is in your Spotify playlist or your Apple Music, what do you like to listen to? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I really like rap. Oh, okay. It's great. <laughs> I you really old, like old school, yeah or? old school rap. I put on my 90s rap playlist, and that is what gets me going. Fresh
1: prints, yeah, a little Fresh Prince. Yeah. All right. I do. All right. Yeah. All right,
2: I, that...
1: <laughs> That I did not expect, <laughs> but I like it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Hey, nothing wrong with little Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Um, while you're trying to relax on a, on a Sunday evening, um, what is your kind of binge-worthy television
2: show? Oh, goodness. Um, I am watching, well, I watched, is it How to Get Away with Murder? I think that's one of the, the Shonda Rhimes I just finished. Yes. Yeah. Just finished that, and okay. now I'm watching Arrow. Arrow. Yeah. not
1: familiar with that one. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much sports all the time on my television. You know, my, my wife's not a big fan of that, but that's just kind of how it is anyway. Um, Okay. Early bird or night owl?
2: Oh, early bird. Early bird yes. all day. Yes.
1: Yeah. All right. Yeah. More of a night owl. Um, Destination for a vacation. Uh, always Be- the
2: beach. Okay. Always beach. the beach. I was going to say yes. beach or
1: mountains. You're going beach. Uh, right. Every time. Yes. Every time. I, I
2: grew up in New York on Long Island and, we just spend all summer on the beach. I'm a beach girl.
1: All right. Well, then, okay, you led me to my next question now. Yankees or Mets?
2: Oh, or don't care? Yankees. And that Definitely my mom. Uh, Reggie Jackson posters all over the house. Her really? Her closet door was just papered with news articles about Reggie Jackson growing up. But I'm a Rangers fan.
1: Okay. Rangers yeah, I'm fan a Rangers now. fan. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Barbecue or Tex-Mex?
2: Oh. I really haven't met any food that I don't like. I grew up, you know, <laughs> Italian, New York. We just eat all of it. But I'd have to say barbecue. Barbecue. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: All right, favorite Italian dish then? If you're in.
2: eggplant parmesan. Oh, yeah, okay.
0: I'm not a good cook,
2: but I love eating it with my mom or family members. Prepare it.
1: Favorite Frisco restaurant.
2: True Fire. Yeah, okay. I love True Fire. I love that naked avocado salad. So good. Yeah,
1: you're you're just firing these yeah. off. Yeah, see you. you I could tell you're a little nervous. You're just firing these off like it's like it's a piece of cake. Um, favorite vacation that you guys have taken?
2: Oh, Grand Cayman. I think just because okay. it's so relaxing, yeah. the people are so friendly and welcoming, and I just really it's hard for me to stop. I just need downtime, and that that kind of forces you to take a break.
1: I agree. Yeah. I agree. There's something about being on the beach and getting away from the cell phone, which is not easy to do.
2: I love to Um, read. It's just a great opportunity to sit under an umbrella and read.
1: Yep, Absolutely. All right. Um, Where do you want to see refresh Frisco in two years?
2: Well, um, I always focus on the right now because it seems like there's so much in front of us with the right now, but I really would like to expand into another community by then. Um, And I just want to feel more established um, I, I just – how do I describe this? Um, like I said to you earlier, it it feels like um, we're always having just enough. And I'd love to be in a position where we have the sponsorships and the donation coming in that we don't have to lose sleep at night about making sure that we we can provide for these kids. Um, I have an idea of the next community I want to move into, but I don't think I should speak that without the board approval. Yeah,
1: you might want to make sure that yeah, everyone's on but, the same page on that Yeah, yeah but we can yeah. break news on that. At another time. Absolutely. We'll do that in the Frisco enterprise for sure. And last but not least, we always ask this question to end it all. um, You know, what do you want your legacy to be?
2: Um, When I started Refresh, before I started it, I came across across a quote, and I hope I get this correctly, um, from Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. that says, life's most important question, um, life's most persistent and urgent question is what are you doing for others? And that is what I want my legacy to be. I want my my life to be about helping other people.
1: Well, I can tell you that you already are because I want to read one more testimonial. And it says, thank you for this wonderful act of kindness. It's a big help for those of us that live check to check. I can't wait for us to get back on our feet so we can repay the kindness and help others in need. Thank you. And that was from a Frisco ISD parent. Elizabeth, thank you for what you're doing with Refresh Frisco. It is making a difference. Um, and if you want to make a difference and help the mission, please go to refreshfrisco.org. You can see all the information uh, to make a donation, how to help. If you need assistance, you can apply on the website as well. And again, that is refreshfrisco.org. Elizabeth, thank you for spending some time with us today. I, I hope that through this, you know, we'll help spread your mission and uh, help, you know, get a few more donations. And for those who may need assistance, they'll reach out and get the assistance that they need. So thank you.
2: Thank you, Rick. My pleasure. I appreciate you.
1: All right. So you are listening to the latest and greatest episode of Focus on Frisco on the Star Local Media Podcast Network. Again, I am Rick Rogers, owner of the Frisco Enterprise and Star Local Media. And we will talk to you next time.